0: It's time to watch your favorite TV program. Hit record on your VHS player, tune in your NES and join Alan Price and Chris Vint with their views as we deploy Operation Retroshock.
1: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode 29 of Operation Retroshock. I'm Alan Price, and alongside me, as always, is... I'm Chris Vint. Hello, everyone. We are, may have, we're back to big numbers again. Yes, but you may have
2: noticed that
1: on Operation Retroshock feed, there may be, like, something new going on. Some freaky coincidence has occurred. Some random other show has started appearing on our feed. As if you will realise, if you've been listening to that other show, is we now have a smackdown to this show... Which is our raw show? This is our A show. We're just going to do a superstar show, going right. Uh, what about you? So what we're talking about, like you just go that we're going to do a. This is a rubbish show. <laughs> yeah, that's going so to, be so go, that's to be our superstar show. So we'll do like a third show called the This is rubbish shock. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to do that for a one-off special. This is rubbish shock. Okay, we will talk about Pell Pelkitch. This is rubbish shock movie. Then <laughs> we talk about Super Mario Bros. rubbish shock movie. I really want to do that. Uh, maybe you'll you never know. In future, we do it. No oh, voices started.
1: rah. Hurrah. Hurrah. no jelly babies tonight, sadly. We no. only got the, we only got the hunky dores, uh the like uh, Kellogg's crunchy stuff <laughs> wrapped in chocolate, and we got the Quavers. they be lovely. But we might be getting special sponsorship <laughs> from Taito. We love our cheese and onion. Mm-mm, tastes cool. I did send him an email just saying that we
2: would have, if we were sponsored by Taito, we would have what variety of crisps we and
1: flavor of the month.
2: It's like, yay!
1: <laughs> it's like cheese and onion or pickled onion. So if, you never know, ladies and gentlemen, if the next episode, episode 30 of Operation Rapper Shock, opens with, hello, welcome to the Taito-sponsored Operation Rapper Shock," This month's flavour of the month is prawn cocktail. No, I don't like prawn cocktail.
2: <laughs> no, well, cheese and onion then. Uh, yeah, that'll See, we've got that planned out already, cheese and onion.
1: If everybody's wondering if you're not from Northern Ireland, Tato is a very big crisp company that makes, obviously, crisps, but it's based in Northern Ireland. If you
2: actually go to Tato.com, um, they have a store there and they actually do ship internationally.
1: They yeah, are yum yum. Yeah,
2: because they actually have those saucer crisps that I like. Uh, they, it's a flying saucer. They actually sell a box of them, 48 packets for £15, and it's free That's shipping.
1: pretty good value. Yeah,
2: I was thinking we should just stock up on them.
1: Just buy, these are the big boxes that you normally see in stores, and you go in and you just put your hand in, you lift out one, take it up to the counter and <laughs> yeah. buy it. Just get one of those ship to your house and be like, Mmm, tastes good.
2: <laughs> That'll be a grand opening. They're like, yeah, another pack of crisps, another... What's this month's
1: sponsored box from? (laughs) Oh, it's Smokey Bacon! (laughs) Okay, again, as always, off topic, but... Ladies and gents, I am proud to tell you all that this episode is finally our Xbox special. No,
2: it's not. The notes were burned. They were lost in the Great Vent Fire of 1998.
1: Well, it's still an Xbox special, but it isn't an Xbox special in the term of the word... Original Xbox, like we were planning, it is now an Xbox Three Sixty special. No, More specifically a sequels.
2: Yes, because Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, was... sorry.
1: Yes, I'm an idiot. Yeah, so I was thinking Star Wars Force unleashed, not Battlefront. We're
2: doing like Xbox sequel For special sequels. because originally we were going to do conquers Bad Fur Day and Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but okay. I was just like, there's like way. I can actually think of. Lots of questions to talk about, so we decided to substitute them with Hawks, which is Alan's one of Alan's uh, favourite games. Your favorite? And uh, a little game called Gears of War, which you may have not of this. Apparently game. we give like a free um gift away once that was to do with Gears of War.
1: We did indeed long time ago, towards the beginning
2: of this long and hey. winding journey down the road. Yeah, speaking of which, while I'm remember about competition, um Winners <laughs> you would have remembered that um, last last two episodes and um, we had a question which was who did Andre the Giant poo on uh, Andre the Giant Andre the Giant who did he poo on that wasn't
1: no that wasn't the question it was no it wasn't it, it definitely was who managed <laughs> Andre the Giant when he faced Hulk Hogan at <laughs> WrestleMania 3 I like the fact that he pooed on Bad News Brian which is
2: actually a true fact
1: and supposedly Yoko Zuna made Austin poo in the ring according <laughs> to the first episode of Tough Enough poo poo man <laughs>
2: Yeah, so the winners are... Uh, I can't remember his proper pop culture network name, but it was a guy who's who uh, was known as Arnold Rimmer. The only reason I know that is because we watch a lot of Red Dwarf. Yes, it is true. And also Debs McGee. Both won a copy of Andre the Giant DVD. And I'm also going to throw in... Um, oh. I actually th- um, went through and found a rake load of old WWE magazines. Mm-hmm. And both of you will be getting one... Um, one for Debs has a certain person that she likes on the front cover. Who's that, Ma? You're, no, not like that. Oh, no.
0: No. No, that is bad. Oh, no.
2: Bad Alan. Oh,
1: I said the wrong word.
2: And uh, the other fellow will be getting <laughs> one that commemorates something to do with SmackDown. So, um, if you could both send me your email address just to chrisvent@hotmail.com. at hotmail.com. Uh, just like
1: saying. one of the first episodes of Smackdown magazine has like John Cena and trademark in the front and they'd be like, yo. <laughs> no. No, okay. I do have that magazine somewhere. though. that. It's horrible. I remember buying it when I was on a summer holiday once up at the caravan in the north coast and it'd be like, oh, WWE magazine. Oh, John Cena pooping. <laughs> it's uh, so bad now. It like,
2: really is for children.
1: Because was, that was when John Cena was wearing his... when he'd edited the old retro 80s all WBF logo yeah to just WWF for World yeah. Life I, yeah. was just like,
2: I actually had that t-shirt kill me now <sighs> so congratulations to you two. I will be in touch and I will ask for your uh, address and then I will post stuff to and then he will stalk you no <laughs> I'm not a nightlaw so um no. <laughs> so are we gonna to go to a break or are we just gonna carry on with Hawks?
1: I say we just carry on. <laughs> okay, ca- carry on uh- This has kind of been what this has kind of been a common theme the past couple of years If we've just decided what the hell with the first break, let's just carry on. Indeed. So we will jump straight in here. Fly we- straight in. What do you for? Fly right? straight in. Yeah, so we'll fly straight in here, yes. This is a lovely pun. Um with Ha, X 1 and 2 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 5, 6 There hasn't been that many sequels yet, so... Thankfully, This
2: is rubbish.
1: <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, we will get there, we will get there. Uh, this is, is this a- game rubbish? Is, is this game rubbish? Welcome to Operation Rubbish Shock. The fundamental gameplay mechanics are similar to those of other console-based flight series, including Ace Combat. Did our friends at Ubisoft capitalize on a gap in the market? Hmm, this is a very good question. I know, that's why I wrote it. Exactly.
2: <laughs> there is good points here, because... <laughs> please, uh, stop I, I, I like, stop. please stop talking like have... Stop
1: talking like Alexander the Meerkat. <laughs> um, Fabulous. Ubisoft did have a gap on the market here, because Ace Combat, kind of, in the last few years, it kind of went nosedive, not to be a fantastic film. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I was <here> all week. <laughs> <That's> the, <deal. laughs> the deal. Um, But it kind of had been going, you know, sales had been going lower and lower and it kind of just vanished off the face of the marketplace and Ubisoft decided to come up with the idea of Hawks and if my memory served me right, it was only something that had been mentioned in one of Tom Clancy's books, very, very like a passing mention. So this was kind of more a Ubisoft creation and Tom Clancy signed off on it saying, that's yeah, okay. It was like, make me some money. <laughs> I wear a ball clap. Like, make me some money because it's my name attached. Um, so yes, when it comes to Hawks, they fairly did get in the right marketplace at the right time. Because there are no other real flying games going on at this point in time. Because like I said, Ace Combat had kind of vanished off the face of the planet. There is meant to be a new one coming out. But it's one of those ones that keeps getting pushed back and back and back and back in the release schedules. Um, Obviously it did so well that they got number two. So fair plays with that one. And I'm getting a blocked up nose unfortunately. This is great. (laughs)
2: Lovely stuff.
1: Sorry, please excuse me one second. Mm, there we go that's much better sexy <laughs> it's lovely isn't it yes <laughs> uh, the game had a co-op feature which enabled you to complete campaign missions there was also a death match which could pit players against each other did we play either of these um I did not. You did not, obviously, because you no. didn't... Well, you it only got number two, didn't you, free or something like it's that? It's still sealed, so it is. It's like, yeah, I'm going to steal it from him or something. Wait, I still have mine. <laughs> why would I steal it then? Yeah, don't steal nothing <laughs>
2: from me. <laughs> um, mean, I, only play, I only kind of saw it because you brought it the first one round and, and all right. it was a time that I wanted to get like over a certain amount of points and you were like I'll get you loads of points yeah. for this and you did like, it was like, just like I I, don't know,
1: I need like five more But like okay I'll do this and shoot the metal because I like played the first mission of the first game and got like 35 points for you and you're like yeah I'm over so many thousand now um number ones you know online and that sort of thing and your co-op online was really really good um I remember playing the likes of death matches and all quite a bit, and it was a good laugh because um, you were able to do like, I can't remember what the maneuver is called now or anything like that. Battle oh, rule! No, it's not Star Fox.
2: Beep, 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 beep,
1: boo. Yes, boo. Beep, beep, uh, beep, beep, beep. Morph's involved there as well. <laughs> Yay! Hi, Jamie. Uh, uh, um, he would like that. <laughs> but uh, you could do like, you could try and, you would pull up on in your plane and then you would slam down effectively the brake button which would cut the engines but keep pulling back on your joystick and it would basically cause the plane to do like a backflip and then mid-backflip you'd hit the accelerator and it would fire on so if someone was chasing you from behind your missile you could do this kind of backflip tactic and the missile would shoot past you and you'd fly on sort of thing which was a lot of fun when you get the noobs and they'd be like look I'm really close behind you I'm going to shoot you and you just went boom and just blow them up Um You're like yeah Iceman but again, a lot like with a long time ago, we mentioned this, obviously, Resident Evil 5 or 4 or whatever it was. I get my numbers mixed up so much uh, that me and Chris played. it's 5. 5, there we go. Uh, Resident Evil 5, we played with co-op. When you played the missions on co-op, it was a lot more fun because, obviously, everybody that was involved could go off and do their own thing. Yeah. And, you know, take on a certain mission, whereas when you were playing it offline all you could tell your co-pilots to do is either defend you or... ...either to defend you or attack, which, to be totally honest, when it comes to the world of AI, you know that's when you (laughs) want to end badly. So, yes, playing with other people, it was good crack and uh, so forth. Um, When it comes to the second one, the online and all was not good, in my opinion. Number two... Had a lot, it was a lot more restricted when it comes to the online play because.
2: You wouldn't have thought they would have restricted it with it being the sequel. You would have that's thought they the, would have tried to improve it a bit that's more. What I would
1: have thought, um, we'll mention the reason why I didn't think it was an improvement in number two shortly. Um, oh. over, obviously, this game, the first one especially, um, which it was really, really well done, which is the common thing here between one and two, is the first one really, really well done, was the fact that, number one, it overlapped with Tom Clancy Ghost Recon, because your first mission in number one is the fact that you're in, I think it's Afghanistan or some Middle East country, and you eventually are going around, you're destroying tanks and helicopters and all that sort of thing, and then you get a call from a ghost team in the town and you have to go and protect them.
2: Was like Gengar and Ghastly and stuff? No. No. <laughs> not,
1: a, not that. Um, <laughs> but it was good use of another Tom Clancy series. in the fact of you were able to see that oh right this is cool there's you know some crossover it kind of gives the fans of the Tom Clancy series a wee bit of a oh that's cool you know. yeah. Um, and it was a good idea it was one thing I'd always <clears throat> It's kind of like with um was it uh, Ballad of
2: Gay Tony Grand Theft Auto game was whenever you start that you yes. see like Nico walking along Our and you see like other characters from Grand Theft Auto 4 so it's nice to see like a throwback to the
1: yeah, game one of, of your Ubi missions plan. in Ballad of Gay Tony was based in the museum and you see Nico at the drop off and you're peering in through the window and all that sort of thing but with this here it was one idea and it's something I think Ubisoft has really missed a boat on it's because obviously around this time of period, um, Ghost Recon 2 had just been out a while, about a year or so prior to that. And you had Hawks, but you also had End War came out. Mm-hmm. And End War was the idea of, you know, you can control the, control the tanks and all various different divisions of an army and, you know, fight an enemy. I thought that Ubisoft missed the ball on the fact of with End War and all their other games, if they could have created like a massively multiplayer online game, where you could connect up basically all of the Tom Clancy games, nearly like uh, Power Rangers and be like a Megazord. Um, <laughs> go, go Tom Clancy! <laughs> and basically a case of, say, one one of your friends could be the Ghost Team, one of your friends could be Rainbow Six, whatever, Somebody could be a Hawks squadron, and then somebody could be in charge of telling where everybody goes. So, like End War, <laughs> you go over there. So it's a case of you oh. have one of your friends as the ghost team going around. They may need air cover, so you say to your friend who's flying the planes, mm. "Can you give us some air cover?" And you know, just all mix and match like that. Yeah, I think that would make a fantastic game, and would make a fortune for Ubisoft. But I very much doubt I see it happening anytime soon. Tom Clancy's so, Rainbow Ghost. And flying man <laughs> flying plane man um, on the fifth of May 2010 the sequel to Hawks was announced did this dramatically improve on the original what did we enjoy like I'll admit I enjoyed number two because I was dying to play it so I had been uh, because obviously I'd enjoyed the first one so so much but this game in comparison to the first one is absolute muck. (laughs) Simple case of, right, like you said a while ago there, you would think, right, you're making a sequel, you take your base of what you had for number one, and you go from there. (laughs) keep all the features you had in your first one unless there was a really bad one you could remove that Yeah. but stick with what you've got in the first one that everybody enjoyed and then boom improve was it, add more planes add different levels was it and, more laziness do you think than it was yes. Just, I basically think what, if I remember rightly the first one was done by one of Ubisoft groups and then it was you know the way like uh you know, what you see with 2K games you see 2K and then you see like 2K San Diego and like Australia and Boston and that sort of thing all these wee subdivisions that they've made up uh-huh. this was basically shipped off from main Ubisoft to Ubisoft Romania
2: Romania?
1: yeah Ubisoft not Scandinavia? From, yeah, no not Scandinavia not oh. anywhere or anything like that so this no offence to Romania or anything like that but you can see where Ubisoft were obviously going here they were like Right, we've got ourselves, we've created a new title so let's just get a wee bit lazy, everybody will come and buy the second one because the first one was so good and that is just what happened is the fact of number two the missions you play in career mode in the first one you could pick any plane you wanted for that mission based on what planes you had unlocked Mm
0: -hmm.
1: whereas in number two you could only play the planes that they allowed you which was one for that selected mission. You can't choose whatever plane you want. Because, like, for example, in the first one, all I had to do was deck out, like, it's completely unsuitable plane for the sort of mission it was, but as long as you got the correct missiles, you could do whatever you want. I had the Blackbird plane, which is the one that was... Blackbird
2: uh fly.
1: Thank you for that song. It's a Beatles song. I could play away with that plane if I wanted in any mission... Whereas, in number two, it was just like, yeah, this is the plane you have to use, that's that, done. But that sounds like, you know,
2: you playing, say, like Grand Turismo or something like that. You've unlocked a car, and then they've just went, great, you've unlocked that car, which is suitable for that race, but we're not letting you use it.
1: Yeah, that's effectively what it is. It is. It's just a case of it is sheer laziness. I thought you were going to say something else there. It is sheer laziness that they just were like, yeah, you can only use this plane, so to you. And online was so bad, it was unbelievable. Not in the fact of the gameplay or anything like that. Well, actually, a wee bit of the gameplay, because effectively, in comparison to the first one, in the first one, you could easily get... You know, you could do, like, the backflip thing I was telling you about. Yeah. Backflip, get behind an enemy, target lock, boom, fire, missile, boom, enemy dead. Whereas, in number two... You could be spinning around in the air for 10 minutes after one bloody enemy. And this isn't... I'm not talking about a human. I'm talking about an AI enemy. You could do all the backflips or whatever you want. It'll maybe be in target lock for 0.5 of a second, boom, and then go It got so bad. In the first one, you could find yourself using more of the missiles that would lock on and all that sort of thing. Whereas number two, I found it far more easier just having to use my cannon because I got so frustrated... Using the camera they're playing, so it's a case of they really, really went downhill with number two. I want to see a third one to see if they can buck their ideas up and bother, but whether they can actually just be bothered to make another game. Yeah,
2: but well, see, the thing is, is that with, apart from Ghost Recon, because they're bringing out a new one, but it doesn't look like it'll be out until the end of the year or
1: thereabouts. Well, according to, I've been speaking to Ubisoft and getting the release schedule, and it effectively is down on their release schedule as 2011/12, so that doesn't fill you with a lot of hope.
2: No, but it seems to be that they get the two games, yeah. and then that's it. Just because, grinds to a halt. Because Rainbow Six, you know, like I would love to see another Rainbow Six game. Ghost Recon, obviously, I've we've just said, uh, Hawks, um, and then you know like the, like the End world, would see another one. So... Yeah. Um, and Splinter Cell of course you know like look how long it took them to bring, Aye, like, that double agent and
1: one. convection
2: yeah it took them forever and you it was know, delayed and delayed yeah, as well you know they are good in the sense that they'll leave it off for a wee while and they'll go like well we'll not make it you know like but what they should do is they should go right this year's going to be Splinter Cell this year's going to be Hawks you know, and then the next year after that's going to be Ghost Recon. It's going to be Rainbow Six, and then the week, the week, the year after that's going to be like End War and something else, and yeah. rotate your stock rather than yeah. just sitting on this
1: property and just going. Yeah, toss that one out.
2: Yeah, What's, here's is the
1: thing is, I am not trying to be damning towards Ubisoft in any way.
2: It's Give me two seconds. I'll be back
1: in two seconds. Yep. Carry on there. I am not trying to be damning in any single way. Towards Ubisoft because Ubisoft are good colleagues of this show. They have kindly decided to, you know, help us and send us out games and all that sort of stuff for you guys. But it's a simple case that we want to see more effort in the games. And uh, fortunately, Hogs Two was a major letdown in that fact. Um, when you have to think about now is that flying games are few and far between on the Xbox, with obviously Ace Combat being one of the popular ones. Is it the best on the next generation console? I'm... It's hard to say. It's a case of, with Ace Combat was dying a death. And, uh, Hawks took the limelight, and as we mentioned, number two being Kaka... Yes, back. <laughs> Chris is back! Um... Hawks One, I would have to say, would be the best flying game on the Xbox, in my opinion. I haven't played many of these combats, but what about like Blazing? I was going to say Blazing Saddles, Blazing, <laughs> Th-
2: Blazing Th- Squad, uh, Blazing Squadrons, I like think it was, Blazing Angels. Sorry, yeah,
1: that was Ubisoft again. So it was which was effectively a pre. And month. how many
2: of them did they do? Two,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, we see where this is going now, don't we, gentlemen? <laughs> um, but effectively Blazing Squadron uh, or whatever <laughs> Blazing <laughs> Angels Blazing Squadron is like a Blazing <laughs> Angels
2: and Rogue Squadron yeah, mesh together
1: that's a sequel I want to see another sequel for Rogue Squadron that'd be awesome um, but it was pretty much a precursor to Hawks so it was a case of right to put that effort into those two games and then like oh we'll release Hawks so we'll release a modern version of it anyway I'm getting frustrated uh, Hawks has received average views and has been both praised and criticized from with from 8.5 from official Xbox Magazine, which is its best score would be a great, yeah, on the original one 8.5 is a fair point, obviously when it's the first in the series there's always things that could have been improved on and that sort yeah. of thing but obviously they did not improve on it fell flat on its face effectively it sold it's hard to remember now because it's a while ago since it came out but I think it still sold pretty solid numbers when it came out Number two, but nowhere, number it, nowhere two in went comparison selling its numbers as the first
2: I think one. number two went on offer uh, like across the u k like a lot quicker than the first one oh, did. yeah
1: definitely definitely number one held its value so much longer um and th- it did sell so many more copies than number two um but I just again, I keep my fingers crossed and hope that for the fact that we can get another decent game but you can just tell, obviously, that Ubisoft will be focusing on the next Ghost Recon for the next period of time, and, and they driver as well, a driver course as well, um, which is again an alert, supposedly on the release schedule 2011 slash 2012.
2: Oh, so 2012.
1: Yeah, I can't believe that.
2: Like, it it needs to be this year because that seems to be. Unfortunately, that seems to be Ubisoft's problem. Is look at Ghost Recon, it's look committed. at I am, look at I am Alive. Is yeah. like. Say...
1: I Am Alive was announced like two and a half years ago. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember doesn't... we have a trailer video in work and about a year ago we had that on that trailer. Yeah. And it's been taken off at now for... By about it's
2: actually offering new release schedule as well as is Ghost Recon.
1: True Crime now is as well. Like, <laughs> it's just like everybody's just like we're away. Bye. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, we don't want to make
1: no games. Guitar Hero got cancelled or put in hiatus, hiatus or however Activision want to say it. Um... um. Everybody's just panicking the hell. But the thing is, you've ploughed all this money into your game series, and now you're just going bye because <laughs> you realise people aren't buying it. What's over it. here in the You corner? don't understand that people want good games for their money. They don't want to go out. And again, THQ, their colleague of the show, but they don't want to go out and buy a game like Homefront and have a story mode that is three hours long. <laughs> We do not want to spend £40, 60 for dollars, or whatever and have... And apparently the servers of that were absolutely atrocious. I was. I spoke to a guy once and he says, I tried to play four online games, two just didn't work full stop. And the two I got into, I just put it out within two minutes. Fun stuff. So, yes, enjoy. Will we remember this game in ten years or so? The only reason this game will be remembered in ten years or so is the fact that it is a Tom Clancy title or game... But then again, it might not because it'll be probably the ones that it's—if I remember rightly—is probably sitting in our seal at the minute in the store at about a fiver. Um, at least the first one would be. We don't get the first one in as much anymore, but it would be effective that it would be an under ten-pound jobby at the minute. And if that's anything to say, I think that sums it up for Hawks too. Anyway, mm, that's true. But that is Hawks. It's been good and bad, but there we go. So I think we will go to the
2: break. Go to the break! And then come back, and then we're talking about... Star Wars Battlefront
1: 1 and 2. I don't know why I'm holding up three fingers, though. <laughs> That's just my school of counting. I'd be like... Yeah, 1, 2, 3! Like, WrestleMania 29? 27? 4? 23. I
2: don't know. Seven. 24
1: plus 3 equals 27. Are you sure? I'm not 100% sure. Right, well... We'll deliberate in the break.
2: Join us after the break, and get out your abacus, or whatever it's called. <laughs> thing you used to add. I am not
1: too.
0: <coughs> Bye.
1: You're listening to a podcast on PopCultureNetwork.com. Be sure to head on over to the site at www.PopCultureNetwork.com to check out more podcasts and videos featuring toys, comic books, video games, and all the things you love. And while you're there, be sure to check out the Pop Culture Network store, where everything you purchase helps to keep us producing. Just head over to popculturenow.com and click on store.
0: You have won a million dollars. Brendan, I am your father. No, you're not. You just want my money. Brendan, I am your uncle. Brendan, wait.
3: Hello everyone, I'm Andy Evans and this is Dan Barnstall Hello everyone And we are the hosts of the Total Wrestling Show Your UK's total wrestling experience And also the most interactive wrestling show in the world we are live every Sunday night, 6pm GMT. You can listen live via TotalWrestlingShow.com or find us on Facebook. Just search for TWS Live. So if you want the latest news, the biggest superstar interviews, and what can we say, the most exclusive prize competitions, then you want to join us, either live or on the podcast. And if you've got a burning issue and you want to get in contact, you can do. Skype us in at TSC Andy one or call in on 20 5836. Phone lines are open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Leave us a voicemail and you never know, you might hear your voice on our show. We are the UK's premier interactive wrestling radio show. Any emails, email us in at studio at totalwrestlingshow.com. And if we hear from you, we hope to see you as well. Join us live every Sunday, 6 pm. We'll see you in the ring.
0: We knew that now we'd have to take the battle into space. Another heavy fire! Whoa! So find it on your tail! Turn hard!
1: Now oh, I'm on Alright! Attacking designated target. Go!
0: Go! fire! We've lost a command post. Enemy in range.
2: Back from the break. <laughs> oh, it's going a mini freak out here, folks. Look at you! You've done it again! <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's wrecked. Oh, who is it now? It's Faker this time. Oh no man. <sighs> Sorry Alan's just destroying my Master <laughs> Universe Collection. <laughs> <laughs> classics Collection. He. <laughs> not very funny.
1: What's up, Doc? Is that all good? Is he fly fly? Yeah, I think so. Buzz off gonna go fly fly.
2: Buzz off and in his incredible wingspan!
1: And faceplant. No. So
2: the way a door is down, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do I'm like, ugh. Makes you kind of drunk. <laughs> Actually I'll just go. Cool. Damn you Rey Mysterio for taking that music away from me, I hate you forever.
1: <laughs> Rey Mysterio and his wonky knee brace. Indeed. Indeed. What are you, Khantai or something? <laughs> Indeed. So the next one is Chris's selection of Wars Battlefront 1 and Death. Okay. Apparently, I get to ask the questions this time. Yeah, because like it's your specialty. <coughs> like my specialty, and I got to hold the keyboard. The keyboard. <laughs> the keyboard.
2: On. Yep, this keyboard here. Um, so, the Xbox and PlayStation Two accommodated up to thirty-two players, or offline with up to just two players. That'd be pretty poop. Did we play online, and was this the first Star Wars game we did play online with? Mm,
1: maybe. I played
2: online, and I. Not ashamed to admit, but I was pretty damn good online.
1: Not, yeah. to t- not to toot his own horn or but anything. T- but toot toot t-
2: as double A for the four horsemen, as we were watching earlier on said. Um, but I loved this ge- playing this game online. I would always rank about in the top five or thereabouts. Mm, it was very nice. Like, yes, it was very good. Um, my one of my friends who was, would come round uh, regularly, we would sit and play online or whatever. We'd have goes be like you know, on. Whatever, but I played the game not too long ago, and I really wish it's something that I'll, I'll get into later on. But I really wish that I had like a next gen one to play because even though it, the concept of the game is still great, it's just
1: the graphics are just ugh, be poo poo horrible. So did you play it at all, or I remember playing it offline. I never played it online. The likes of the Star Wars games, they're either ver- they're either a hit or they're a miss. There's no kind of in-between. And Battlefront was very much a hit. In my opinion, you had this and you had Rogue Squadron right up until you had the first Star Wars Force Unleashed. They were all kind of the hits. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of that, would this be the
2: best Star Wars game, including the Force Unleashed? Because IGN gave it 8.4 out of 10.
1: For me, I really, really enjoyed the Force Unleashed so I did number one. Um, Because number two was muck. Because again, we have the sequels issue where they were like, everybody loved number one, but number 2 we got to make it a little bit crap and be like... Because they already had in the pipeline that they were going to do two and three and it was decided, obviously they put in the same amount of effort as they did for number one but then just cut the game in half and said, we'll make it two and three and give it a crappy ending. Cheers, bye. (laughs) Um, But yeah, number one really enjoyed A Force Unleashed. I would probably rate it as my I would probably read it as my second favorite Star Wars game behind Rogue Squadron.
2: I would say that the Battlefront games would probably be my favorite Star Wars games, um, behind probably Rogue Squadron and then Force Unleashed. I was really disappointed with the Force Unleashed too. I was really looking forward to it. Again, short. Yeah, just like all the trailers and stuff, and then played it. I was just like, oh.
1: Because I like think it, I think it was something about I'd bought it like early or something like that. and <clears> I <I'd> completed <throat> it by the Friday and you'd got it. But then not played it until like a Friday yeah. or something because it was your day off. And then right. I was like, "Yeah, by the way, I completed it in like four hours." And you were yeah, like, "Cause oh. that
2: um, battle with Vader was just absolutely horrendous. It was just like it was so Is easy." It? Yeah, it
1: was. Uh, like, no, because that was the thing. As you get to that part, and you're and you defeat Vader, and you're like, "Is that it?"
0: Hmm.
1: It's like, "How the hell did I get here this quickly?" And you're like, "No." Nah.
2: Um, <coughs> no, Battlefront was one that kept me coming back from war. I just really enjoyed the concept of the game, the fact that you could either um, pick like the rebels or the members of the Galactic Empire, which leads me on nicely to my next question. <laughs> Did we like this concept of playing as rebels or members of the Galactic Empire? So whenever you start off, you have like three stormtroopers to pick from. You either have the normal stormtrooper, um, you have like a heavy art- artillery one, or you have like a big, uh, like a sniper kind of one.
1: <clears throat> Did we like the fact that we got to play as both the bad and the good guys? Yes, very much so. Um, it was a good dynamic to add into the game. It was one of the. It was obviously the first time we'd really say, not on a you know Star Wars game, because up until now you'd always been used to playing you know, especially in the likes of Rogue Squadron as all you know, as the good guys. Obviously, in Rogue Squadron you get cheats and you'd be like a Tie Fighter and all that sort of oh, stuff. Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon. Um, but this was kind of the first game you saw it, and it was really, really good because. There was another game that came out, I think it was, was about four or five years ago now. I think it was something like Star Wars Galaxies or something on PC. Yeah. And you could play as either or, or there, and you had to go around and you had to take over the systems and all that sort of stuff. I played it and loved it. So I did. Uh, the whole idea of being uh, the Empire, the Rebels, I was the Empire, and I crushed them all. It's like, haha. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, case of, you know, if you're a Star Wars fan, there was always that sort of wee temptation. You're like, I like to play as the Empire in this, and obviously you got plus fight. You get the shoot walks
2: in the second one as well. <coughs>
1: um,
2: in each faction, uh, five different classes of character become available. Four of the classes are similar for each faction: a basic infantry soldier, heavy weapon soldier, pilot, and sniper. That's only four. <laughs> well, I said four. Uh, did we play as a basic or go for the more advanced? Do we go for the like? Because obviously, with like the the basic infantry soldier say the stormtrooper you just had like a wee blaster but it meant you weren't having to you know you can move and fire whereas with like the other ones it would kind of you would be more slow yeah yeah because yeah. of the amount of you know stuff that you would have to cart around mm-hmm. i would always go for either the basic or the um pilot i wouldn't go for like a sniper because it takes too much time if there's one thing i hate in games is people who snipe Mm. I, call it, I just don't play anymore because yeah. I know if I play it online I'll be like why don't you just get off your backside instead of just sitting there with a bloody sniper mm-hmm. pick a, a, pack a picnic basket and then you'll be set yeah. Yogi Bear may steal it but fair enough <laughs> but um, it's just like you know just go around shooting see if I can get the headshots or whatever obviously mm-hmm. if there's a part that I get to and I die and there's like say one of the droid of cars or whatever like the big massive shielded things and you need to have more That's to droid to cause yeah like one of the big um, super duper things and you need to have a better weapon then you just like I love, I love that description
1: the big super duper things yeah
2: and then you would just like uh, then just give yourself a better weapon beat that and then just carry on through what about you?
1: pretty much the same I think <clears throat> it, it is one of the biggest pet peeves in games today are people that snipe it's basically... if you're a sniper shame on you yeah grow some balls and actually run out into the field and actually chase after people because you're so stuck up your own arses now with uh, wear has health as a hat <laughs> kill death ratios and all that sort of I have to have a positive kill ratio and all that sort of so to do that I have to like stand in the shadows and wear like a cloak shield <laughs> <What>? and stuff <laughs> when you said that you sound
2: like Cleveland Junior from the <laughs> Cleveland show uh, Cle- <laughs> I
1: can't, can't say <laughs> that anyway but it is a case of being a sniper is basically a case of, right, you find out you've paid £40 for this game, and you're just going to stand there in the one place and not explore anything and take any chances and actually enjoy the game. Instead, you're going to sit there staring at your screen for maybe 10 minutes until someone runs past you and be like, ah, I killed you, and be like, yeah, well done, Dick. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's a allowed. I'd be talking about a person called Richard, not Richard in Work. Uh, <laughs> someone called Richard. Uh, I got away with it. Okay, move on. <laughs> move on.
2: Um, in the first b- Battlefield Jedi characters are playable, <laughs> such as Miss Windu, and you can play uh, one of the missions badass. as Darth Vader uh, was wielding a lightsaber. Great, satisfa- great satisfaction in this game.
1: Be satisfaction guaranteed, much like satisfaction from true strategy. Remember that. I would take that any day of the week. <laughs> stratisfaction. Give me a lightsaber strats, and three strats, I don't know what one on. <laughs> uh, be like, lightsaber, satisfaction. Yes. Um, You can never complain about when you get to wield a lightsaber in a game. Simple as... Because, again, that was another thing that was fantastic about Force Unleashed 1 was the fact of you are a proper <coughs> Jedi slash evil, you know, blah glab- Sith. Sith person, and you've got to, like, change and tweak with your lightsaber and stuff. I like, got oh, that's not wrong, but, you know. <laughs> uh, I tweak with my lightsaber, I change its colour. Look who like, ooh. Um, <laughs> disco, disco, disco. <laughs> disco colours would be, like, blue, then it would be white, then it would be black, and then it would be, like, oh. um I don't know what that's about, but, you know. Um, but, yeah, run around with your lightsaber, and, uh, again, to go to the PC in my play, being able to go and do uh, planet as the Empire and shit the lightning and all was pretty neat.
2: I love. Th- the fact that you could play as as them. I think in the second one you could play as Yoda <coughs> as well. Um obviously before the um stuff hits the pan and uh, It also begins with letter S. And X it order sixty six. <gasps> and then all the Jedi go, Oh no, I got shot down. No, but I, I run away but I get shot anyway. Yep. Um but it was just great fun to do. Uh, the blaster sounds are epic in this and so are the noises. The make when shot in the head. Uh, were we a good aim and how did how did you read this properly? And did you read this properly? Did you read this properly?
1: I did. not. Read, I, did. I did read nothing properly. I never read nothing I think this was just intended for you and uh, now I'm reading it. you like you make a fool of yourself because I backfired it on you.
2: <laughs> yeah, but uh, were we uh, did we enjoy the um, sound effects and also the music from the game because obviously the music was you
1: can stuff. never go wrong with a Star Wars game for sound effects and music simple as you've obviously if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to our Star Wars specials go back listen we got pixel Dam, we got Rob Baez be a jolly good time and I episode out, 9 out, and 10 I'll trivia Christopher because I'll be like look when Anakin had to make a decision it was also with the Empire doing the force lightning i am like and then Vader in the later ones I'd be like false lightning and he makes a decision he saved his son I'd be like Chris be like I didn't actually realize that I'd be like, I was like yeah I win um, what was I saying <laughs> what was I talking about again there I don't know uh, apparently you win a lot, so. went. I went a lot I'm better than Charlie Sheen anyway um, <laughs> barry winning. I'm a warlock okay what was the question again I got Uh by music and yes, blasters music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sound effects yo <coughs> is awesome hearing the lightsaber and all that sort is awesome Hearing we Ewoks die is awesome. <laughs> and we Ewoks die. You're like, you know, all verse sort off is great. And then the Star Wars music, for me, you, it's hard. To, you can't really put into words. He said, "He said, give. Might give up. Might give up." <laughs> is that Master Yoda here for our speaking? Thank you. <laughs> Bleeping. No, no, Bleevings will be... Uh, the Force
0: will be with you.
1: Thank you,
2: See, that's just epic that um, we... Ha- uh, you know, like, you can listen to that and uh, you can
1: enjoy those sound effects. Indeed. So, like, music, yes. Mm, it's is it like... Uh, we've been invaded by the galactic rebel that is the ultimate warrior well is he like a third faction or something is he a third faction or something here in this whole thing you've got the rebels you've got the empire and then you have the ultimate warrior Moving, move, move on move on <laughs> What? Well, what's this to do with Warrior? Are you Warrior? going to talk about the music, or are you going to fiddle about it with the Ultimate Warrior? That sounds no, wrong I'm again. No, I'm know. just
2: annoyed with
1: my spam email from popculturenetwork.com. No, um, it's not from popculturenetwork.com. It'd be some idiot who thought, "Oh, I've seen Chris Vince pop culture email, and i like, I email him loads of rubbish about wanting a bigger, <laughs> I don't know."
2: No, it's all to do with apparently some competition to do with a Dano thing or something. Getting to go to Sweden and try out <laughs> and the. Uh, Mm. Battlefront 2 enabled us to take the skies in the X Wing and you could also unlock the Millennium Falcon. Uh, Millennium did we do this? The
3: Falcon.
2: Uh, did we unlock the Falcon and go uh, fly, fly very fast in it? It's so, very, very fast. I beg. Like,
1: quickly get the sofa and put it in the Millennium Falcon because it'd be a lovely, comfy seats. Um, but yes, Millennium Falcon would be awesome. Play around. I remember one time in Span Camp. <laughs> Not in Bandcamp uh, Specifically again Sorry to jump about But Rogue Squadron do, uh, We're not talking about Rogue oh, Squadron But still a bit below, About the Millennium Falcon Millennium Falcon be awesome You don't have to do anything about that uh, But Millennium Falcon Doing the trench trial Be like Wee! And then, But how do I be rescued? Because I be Millennium Falcon And then the other Millennium Falcon <laughs> Be like You don't know what happens
2: Going on around Yeah I enjoyed it so I'm, I'm going on crazy rats right now. Battlefield 2 was acclaimed for having a great single player and fixing the troubles from the first one. But if a third one was to be made, what would we want to see from it? Cool.
1: Well, you want to the next generation consoles. That's your first wish. Yes. More online, bigger online?
2: Oh, more and better online, by sure. And a... Why keep did your vehicles? Why the range of troops? No, faster? I enjoyed like the amount of stuff they had that, but keep the storyline the same as it is because it works and it's not short. It's quite, you know, like, it took me like um, maybe six, seven hours to actually complete it all and go through all the planets and mm-hmm. what have you. Um, so keep the storyline the same, but I would like to make it an online game you know that you could pl- maybe play a would four have, player
1: well, and a night 's of the Old Republic thing coming along but it's another one that's just delayed delay 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 yeah
2: but um just focus on it and get the online side of it right and just make it from the next generation console because I think it'd be good I, I would like to see it being groundbreaking the fact that Xbox people could play against PS3 people
1: that would be fantastic but then there'd be the whole holopalooza and the fact of I'm on an Xbox and I'm paying £40 a year and uh, that bloke on the PS3 is paying nothing so I have to pay like £40 for my headset yeah I'd be like in the steel though I need to save
2: 2p the second (laughs) game came out five years ago and the first one was a year prior Um, has this game aged well graphically no game holds up well at all like GoldenEye is horrendous unless it's like a Mario game and it's a cartoony kind of thing then yeah, it, only, yeah, it, that. it holds up well um, but like seeing all the vehicles and stuff it just yeah. the feel for the game is still there but yeah. unfortunately the actual graphic of it is just pretty I was saying poopy.
1: a game is always good if you don't have to worry about the graphics if it's got the feel to it and the gameplay to it then graphics don't really like a
2: golden
1: <laughs> exactly because like the other day I went on my Xbox and booted up Banjo Kazooie and played away at it for an hour (laughs) or two graphics nowadays especially they've been HD'd up and all by Xbox and rare but they're still blocky as hell because it was originally an N64 game and you're just like what but again because the gameplay is good you don't worry Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Star Wars franchise lives on
2: but will this game
1: well hopefully so Hopefully so. Like we've been saying, hopefully it gets in you know next generation console. There just seems to be too much going on when it comes to Star Wars games at the minute. You know they're trying to release too many because, obviously, the Kinect yeah, because you've got one coming out for Kinect. You've got Force Leash One and Two. Uh, you've got whatchamacallit, you have got obviously Knights of the Old Republic coming out. Uh, you've got the, there's been Clone Wars games out. You've got Lego Star Wars. Oh yeah, true. The the market in comparison to back then now is just completely flooded with Star Wars it's just it's being overpopulated because like see for example I never thought after bring out Tom Clancy's Star Wars Battlefront 3 there you go Hawks in there too with the Millennium Falcon and all (laughs) 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 Um, uh, (laughs) it's a bit like Tekken meets Street Fighter Ubisoft and (laughs) and LucasArts get it sorted we want a Lego Star Wars and Hawks and Go well, on Lego 7. Star Wars, no way. Well, Proper Lego Star Wars have Lego Star Wars, have normal Star Wars, have everything. So you but like having old Obi Wan Kenobi in normal graphics, then you have young Obi Wan Kenobi and like bricks and stuff. <laughs> um, make everybody happy. If I happen. just break him
2: up. Just put him in a brick and <laughs> break him up. Um, so that kind of concludes our look at our look is uh, <laughs> hot, hot, hot. Um, at um, Star Wars Battlefront one and two. And we will come back from the break after and we'll I've had say my pint of Alec Guinness. And we'll say, Hello, is it me you're looking for? Because it's Halo 1 and 2. Ha ah. ha um, Which. Um, I, is I, our guy, who are going to teach you a oh lesson. Oh god, he's going to talk about Arby and the Chief a lot in this. And that's actually one of the questions. Mark for Armour Recall. The game will spawn some lovable spin the break? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apparently, the Tasmanian Devil says we're going to break.
3: Hello, this is James Etock, and you're listening to Operation Retroshock. If you like 80s cartoons, and let's face it, how could you not, then be sure to pick up a copy of Serial Geek magazine, the glossy, 100-page, ad-free magazine dedicated to GoBots. And somewhat more importantly, He-Man, She-Ra, Thundercats, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, etc., Head on over to www.serialgeek.com. That's cereal as in breakfast cereal. Go there now and pick up the animation magazine dedicated to 80s cartoons. Go now. Do my eyes deceive me? Are you actually playing a game that's not Halo 3? Go suck it. Seriously, what's going on? Halo 3 was lagging like and it made me very sad face, so I quit. Interesting. Do you think that has anything to do with you downloading over 700 gigs of pornography on here? No, that's the computer, as are the Xbox. It's separate, dumbass. John's hard drive isn't even that big. Don't worry, I have two sloppy discs. I think you'll need a few more than that. Gawwawwawwawwawwawwawwaww. Well, 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 well. You obviously know nothing about computers... Hey guys,
1: I'm Rob Bass from Not Mitten Box, and you're with Chris Vince and Alan Price, and this is Operation Retroshock, only on the Pop Culture Network. Hi, hi, hi. my
0: guy, my It goes swass, swa, 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 swa. We ran from them. They followed. We thought they'd never find us. We were wrong.
3: Admiral, you can't let them maintain orbit. I'm trying, General, but we've lost the advantage. Hit them on the perimeter. My frigates are combat ineffective in the fighters. They don't have enough punch to take out a covenant assault carrier. Your pilots let <laughs> up. And down here is the goddamn Apocalypse.
0: I'm asking you to retarget the orbit.
2: And let more of them sweep the kill zone. That's insanity.
0: Reinforcements are on the spook. The entire fleet is engaged, Cortana, with respect. What the hell sort of reinforcement have you got?
2: Welcome back to the break, folks! And we're t- here to talk about Halo 1 2. But before we do that, we have just noticed and we need to make an apology in case anyone is offended by the S bomb that was dropped by Limp Biscuit on episode Uh-oh. 1
1: of Show. I made a mistake, I'm sorry. Because, like, you will be hearing this, uh, <laughs> what weekend? You'll be hearing this the weekend, I'll be away on holiday. Goodbye, Alan! I'll be like, I go on holiday. So you're going to be hearing this, this is going to be on iTunes. Uh, probably sometime in the week beginning the 17th or... No, it's not 17th, 17th, oh, it's excuse 13th. Um, <laughs> some week starting Monday the 18th. Look, I can always upload it. It's, 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 uh, but it's a case of... Uh, we'd be recording this just as first episode of Shark went up. And so we must say uh, apologies because during the break we was listening to the, the uh, break. <laughs> in WrestleShock and Limp uh dirty Fred Durst <laughs> dropping an S-Bomb um, but I blame Chris because Chris didn't warn me about it all so Chris fault. to so complain Chris Finn I didn't know I got it from YouTube and I thought
2: hey that's WWE then I have that bleeped out because no, they go a era they don't care they swear no they don't they bleep it out you watch Wrestlemania X7 may they that S-Bomb be dropped out and be like a blank bomb anywho Sorry. We're here to talk about Halo, and Master Chief, he'd be dropping lots of bombs. <laughs>
1: he'd drop many F bombs and S bombs, and they'd be like, it's <laughs> alright. Wash, 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 <laughs> Yes, indeed. A go wash, 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 wash. Uh, stop it. Okay, released nearly 10 years ago, and one of the launch titles for the original Xbox. Which was your. What was. Sorry, which was. What was. What was. <laughs> your original impression of the. Uh,
2: First game. I remember standing in line and game down in Bangor with Bangor, my Bangor,
1: ch- where all the Porsche people live, because Chris lives in Bangor. So <laughs> I, I live in Bangor. <laughs>
2: with my friend Brian, and we were standing yeah, no. there. No, we were standing there <laughs> in line waiting to play. Was this at night
1: or was this during the day? No,
2: during the day, and we were standing there waiting to play. It. Some some imbecile in front wouldn't let us play it. To which I sighed, and he looked round, and I said, "Fella, give us a go." And he went, whenever I finished. And then he pooped off. He pooped off, and then my friend went, I like that game. (laughs) I must go and buy one. So he went and bought an Xbox and Halo. Halo. And then he took it home and played it, and I came home and probably played with my GameCube. They were like,
1: oh, I so want Halo. (laughs) I was just like, I don't know why I keep talking like this, darling. Why do I talk all posh when it comes to the Xbox? I don't know because
2: Halo just makes me so harsh. Okay, so yes, <laughs> the original impression. So we liked it, and my mate liked it, and my bought it. Like, you know, the impressions were good. I, like, see, that was an impression I did of a harsh person. You see. <laughs> I don't know what to say, ladies and gentlemen. It'd be crazy. Please say a word and then forget to beep it out.
1: I think it's fair to say that impressions were obviously very, very good for the game. Again, it was an original game. Xbox needed this for a launch game. Yeah. Their original lineup. Obviously, they still had, like, random, like, Madden. And grabbed by
2: the ghoulies by Rare.
1: Indeed. Um, But I think it's fair to say that this (laughs) game... Finish there <laughs> but this game
2: is it rubbish.
1: Is, is it rubbish? not rubbish it it sparked the whole dilemma of kids in school going I have a playstation I have an xbox xbox is better playstation blah blah. and the whole war between playstation is, like, yeah, thanks to probably this
2: game true but it was the first game that uh, people were actually studying the grass going like oh look at the grass the way it moves and Fair stuff
1: good oh my god, it's awesome. This console is made by like a PC. That's, I remember getting
2: it. in the Warthog for the first time and how oh, awkward god. that was to
1: drive. Was a pain in the backside. Yeah,
2: like you could probably hop in and do it fine now but I remember just getting out and I go, uh, uh, what's going Which on? Which way do I go? <laughs> yeah. It's weird because down there I have both my Halo games for the Xbox and Star Wars games for the Xbox and Halo 2 will be limited edition. Like, and then Hello Three, I have the Legendary Edition, P- and P- then uh, I for it. and then I stopped after that because it got ridiculous. Because Hello
1: Oddst, 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 Oddst was very Oddst. <laughs> yeah, oddst it was. Like Chris bought a copy of it on release day. I bought a copy off it on release day, and we came over to Chris's and Chris played his copy, and it was poo pooing. And you and went twenty-eight day return. And we turned it off in ten minutes, and I took mine back to the shop and returned it. I was like, it's be poo poo platey, turn it back." <laughs> And, and he bought Hawks. <laughs> and I bought Hawks. It was awesome. he uh, bad. No, the first one was good. let oh, oh, gets rubbish. me in this argument again. Like, ah, uh-huh. hey just there, ladies and gentlemen. And while we are sitting here, Christopher is wearing a Richard Superstar t-shirt in a tribute to a certain man who has just recently retired.
2: Yes, Shawn Michaels.
1: No, oh, Adam Copeland. Who? Adam Copeland. Have you not known his red name? His name the <laughs> Edge. Adam Copeland no imagine going up to him and saying hello Adam how are you today well it does say if you see me out about come up and we'll have a coffee I'm going like I'm Adam Prince of Eternia you could play he man you never know Good day. will come up a wee bit you know I'm on my back but yes uh, very good Edge we will be doing a program on him very soon I would say uh, for WrestleShock uh,' hello. drop the voices, please. Oh, it's getting bad. I don't know why. We're just in one of those moods today, and we oh, don't even know jelly babies. I know you are, but what am I? I don't know. <laughs> Halo, Halo has been labeled... <laughs> one hello! Halo has been labeled one of the best and most important games of all time, would we agree with the statement? Well, again, like was said about Xbox needed obviously original, you know, games to get them going. If it wasn't for Halo, Xbox would not exist right now. You I think? think it's a simple fact. If they hadn't come up with an original concept like Halo, then they wouldn't have got off the ground. They would have got—I'd say—the original Xbox would have got major support in the states. But I think the international market was where Microsoft had to hit it, and with Halo, they managed that because. Hey. Over here, I know for a fact in the UK people don't like change very much.
0: No.
1: So if people were would have been able to just stay with their PlayStation Twos or whatever, they would have happily stayed with their PlayStation Twos. Yeah.
2: I mean, some people still want to stay with their
1: PlayStation
2: yeah.
1: 2s whereas, 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 the I, have, I have been one of the converted. So I have. I'd always been a PlayStation person for years and years and years. But then I decided to buy an Xbox 360 and my life changed from that moment and I was like, I have to pay £40 a year for online gaming, which I hardly bloody use.
2: I don't pay that anymore. I'll probably pay it at the end of this month for to play the Gears of War beta. And you're going
1: to be soon or something like that, isn't it?
2: Yeah, i do not really care for that.
1: I kick ass into a bubble gum and I'm all out of gum. Isn't that right, Rowdy Piper?
2: Hmm. Do you not throw
1: rocks at a man who has a machine gun? this is true as also yes uh, the game is really fantastic when playing with others did we play online with this game or multiplayer with other people I play multiplayer with my friend Brian um,
2: what, what he did was um, he had like a um, projector screen so what he used to do was, um, his brother would have a couple of friends around, yes. so he would hook his Xbox up and then we would have the system i-link, mm-hmm. so then you would have a TV behind there, mm-hmm. and then we would have a couple of players there, so then we would have like four to eight players on the system i-link, because obviously mm-hmm. you can do that, um, which was pretty good fun. I must say, um, that, that was before, Brian was the one who really got me in the Xbox Live, um, he had an original Xbox, but it was then, whenever I played, must have been Call of Duty 2 or Ridge Racer um, online, um, and that's what got me into that, so this was long before um, online was as popular yeah, as, as, it, is now. as it is now.
1: And I think that's maybe one of the other reasons why the original Halo was so good with multiplayer, was the fact of it wasn't as accessible for people as it is now, because nowadays every Tom, Dick, and Harry can go on Xbox Live as long as they pay the subscription
2: yeah.
1: and play away, and that is what I think has kind of ruined the Halo series, is that you get all the flipping agents of the day going on and be like, all these wee flipping 12-year-olds, are like, I'm going to shoot you and blah, blah, That's, the big, best that's thing. kind of the
2: polite there. the best thing was whenever I put Halo 3 on and whenever you put it on it shows a map of the world and it shows you like the lights of wherever people are actually online playing Uh so you just see like over say like Australia Japan you know like and then the Europe it's quite dark and then you hit America and it's just like it's just like a Christmas tree there's like loads of lights Uh (laughs) um (laughs) but it's just it's very very bright um I mean, Halo 3, again, I quite enjoy it online, I would still play the odd time, Um, I know we're mainly talking about the first and second one, Um, but the second one, a lot of people would go back to and play, I think the second and third one would probably be the best ones to play online, in my opinion. Yes,
1: because as we said, it's gone down here after odds to know that.
2: Yeah, because you had Halo 3 ODST and then you had Halo Reach.
1: What was it like? A little drop shock tripper or something like that, or I don't know. I don't care anymore. Uh, the game has spawned some lovable spin-off comedy series, such as Red versus Blue. Is that not Pokemon? Um, it is kind of, but it'd be like Red versus Blue, but it'd be like Bulbasaur and Squirtle, <laughs> and Charmander, Squirtle. and they all be dressed up in like Charmander, you know
2: Char, Char.
1: They all be dressed up in like. <laughs> oh God, okay, calm down. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Chris has got obsessed with Pokemon again. It's, I've been it's awesome. bitten by the Pokemon Caterpie bug. It's black. See what I did there? It's good. So, no, do so it? no doubt in the near future we'll be doing a show with... It's, it's
2: on the show back. plan for Leaf Green and Fire Red. There you go. We've done Red and Blue so... we're going st- to I was actually thinking of maybe doing a Pokemon special where we talk
0: about...
1: <gasps>
2: oh! <laughs> I'd be so excited! Do you want to do that then? Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll do talk like... Talk about the movie and all as well. be
1: like, oh, movie...
2: Okay, well we do leaf green, fire red, movies, TV shows, <gasps> and then we talk oh, oh, about oh, oh. Um, maybe the latest incarnation in black or white. I got, I got to wear uh, my hat, maybe my pokey uh, hat. And what else are you gonna wear?
3: I
1: don't have nothing else. you fibber! Oh, you, you lie. Why I lie? You got badges. Oh, I do not have badges. I'm bad. Sorry, I got a pokeball too. Oh, I
2: probably threw the badges out. Ungrateful swine. I did not do that. I got Pokemon cards in there
1: <laughs> Yes I want to steal them all From you <laughs> Whoa
2: I think I was actually That anal That I actually put <laughs> actually put them In numerical order oh, no, Aww was, I wasn't that bad No this wasn't like Yesterday This was like Whenever I was young
1: Oh You covered your back there You covered your back What um, So you had 200. red versus blue And you had The fantastic Fantastic RB and The Chief. Did we watch any of these, Christopher? I
2: remember going around to my friend Alan's house. Yeah, that's my house. They were like, yay. He put on like four episodes in quick succession, and the only one I actually laughed at was the one to do with, they played Super Smash Brothers, and to do the one as well to do with pornography.
1: Hot prawns. <laughs> right, yeah, something like that.
2: Red versus Blue was quite good as well. Um, again my friend Brian introduced me to that and there's a (laughs) couple he's not a dog it sounds like the keyword advert I'll be a dog (laughs) insert keyword advert here no
1: (laughs) yes no it is a rubbish (laughs) well
2: I'm going to give you that to put in an outbreak then (laughs) fine (laughs) Um, and there's some free episodes on the Xbox 360 marketplace or YouTube um, Arby and the Chief is more adult yes, shall we say so. what is this piece of Lego and yes. all it's here and um, no doubt Alan will probably play a quick audio clip in the break as well indeed indeed a clean one please Alan no SH I'll
1: try bombs no shush bombs What are Where you, are what, you what, are, like are, what are you wearing baby mark for armor recon <laughs> and then she'd be wearing brown panties and he'd be like hot
2: Okay,
1: please move on. Okay, on. okay. Master Chief is one of the iconic characters of all time.
2: Is that right, Shatner?
1: What makes him so memorable? I don't know. Is it his helmet? Is it his <laughs> outfit? I do not know. Is it? Is it his wonderful opera voice?
2: <laughs> um, I think it's the kind of mistake of not the quote an X-Men character. But um, of him, very much like uh, Samus in Metroid, mm. even though that's a female version. Um, That'd be Master
1: Chief's girlfriend.
2: <laughs> but very much the same kind of um,
1: idea. Man um, picked Samus because he'd like Master Chief. <laughs> uh, she's a woman, Master Chief. Really? Hot. <laughs> Moving
2: on. Go. Uh, but yeah, I think that behind it all yes exactly you know it seems to be that Master Chief is this generation say Lara Croft Mm. because that defined kind of the 90s that's true and um, obviously with this coming in you know very much like some other characters we'll talk about later from like Gates of War they would be pretty important too because of some uh, weaponry that they have
1: cool weaponry is very nice but yeah the thing with... Yeah, but, no, but, yeah, because what happened was, right, it's the thing. This was, whole like, thing, and I was telling, like, your <laughs> woman, Samantha, and she was, like, behind the back of the bike shed, and she was, like, she was there with Meredith, and she was, like, stirring it all up, and I was like, it's totally your fault, and we're like, what? Uh, oh, my God, I so can't believe you just said that. I know, can't you, like... Um, but we didn't really know what the whole... <sighs> so rude, so rude probably muted that to make me sound like an idiot now so he's just like he's eating Queen version stuff um, but Master Chief obviously it's a bit like uh, with like Wilson in Home Improvement uh, you don't actually know who he is because be like hidden and stuff
2: Do you ever watch that uh, Inside the Actors Studio with Tim Uh
1: no I didn't get the chance he looked awful did he not look good
2: he did not look good in fact Charlie Sheen whenever he was on it looked better
1: Ugh, Charlie Sheen Why? I'm sick they? to
2: death of just Charlie Sheen winning stuff My by winning and all this here I don't care just
1: go away Operation Retroshock had that trademark before you Charlie Sheen <laughs> we're gonna sue you it <laughs> <give> us a <laughs> lot of money
2: are we? no i <laughs> not <Better> be bothered <laughs> he's got he's got like a brother and so uh, much taba. he's got a brother and a nephew to support men 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 we'll never hear that with, again with Charlie Sheen and
1: yeah, like, he really sang that.
2: He did? No, he didn't. He did? It lies on it lies. It's in the extras of the first episode, of first uh, season.
1: No fine.
2: Well, I'm actually yeah. just lying, but he believed me, so...
1: <laughs> Whatever, like... Potato! Uh-huh, a potato. Okay, Edge. Oh, hello, Edge, there's the segue. Hello. Edge, the real superstar, and... Ah! No, you stop this! You're getting really distracting. Sorry about I'm like that. Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. I'm from Air in Scotland. Ireland, Scotland? There is no such place. Air in Scotland.
2: Ar- there is no place called Ireland, Scotland. Air. A Y R. No, it's spelled A I R.
1: No. That's no, air. Why? Drew McIntyre. Rowdy, Rowdy, Piper, even though Rowdy, Rowdy, Piper doesn't sound like this. Edge and Electronic Gaming Monthly gave this game a mahoosive mm, 10 out of 10. Did this game or any game deserve 10 out of 10? That leaves kind of a wee bit open. Did any game deserve 10 out of 10? Eh, yeah, probably. Um, Hawks 2. Hawks 2, uh, t- uh minus 10 out of 10. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd say at the reserve ten I Was handsome because it was original and it kind of set the gaming world alive and all that sort of stuff.
2: On fire, it's on fire, do, 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 fire.
1: Starter, it's Fire starters it by the prodigy and Chris just trumped. He went <laughs> Donald,
2: <laughs> Donald Trump, Um, yeah, um, I would say that it was a very good game and. Not one that I wouldn't,
1: um... There, there, there.
2: Not one that I would have thought would have garnered less yeah. marks than, like, 9 or 10.
1: Definitely. Definitely agree. Uh, on release, Halo 2 was the most popular video game on Xbox Live, holding that rank until the release of Gears of War. Ha <laughs> ha! Another segue. For the Xbox 360, nearly two years later. Can the same be said for any of the later Halo games? Mm. Halo 3, yes. ODST, no. Alst. Halo Reach, maybe. I've heard a lot of people play that online, but whether or not they still do is another question.
2: Honey, Debs McGee says to your status, Damn it, I'm not at home. We'll get it in the morning.
1: Oh, uh, Debs, I'm disappointed. We're taking the DVD back now.
2: Yeah, you're going know to win no more, Dave.
1: You're going know win no more. We're only joking, it's okay.
2: Wrote, uh, uh, so what about you? What do you think? What
1: was the question, sorry? I about pinned. any other Halo games being as popular on Xbox Live. Can the same be said for these later Halo, Halo games? Three, probably not the
2: likes of Reach. The likes of the Halo games is very much the same as maybe the, say, the Call of Duty games, is that people buy them for like a couple of weeks and then just get bored with them. Yeah. Um, I like the fact, though, with the likes of Halo Reach, have released like the new maps and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would consider buying Reach, but... On the second fiber. Yeah, once it's like really, really plummeted in price. Mm-hmm. It seems to be getting there, but it's not quite uh, the price that I want to pay for it. Yes. Um, sure. Halo 3 unfortunately is there uh, but I already have this is the that, sad
1: state of the game and industry at the I minute when a, games, when a lot of games when a lot of games you just want to wait until they're like 10 pounds
2: well, Oh, I did see that Mario vs Capcom was now 25 pounds in the sale
1: and you traded yours in just before that so you got Major Moolah
2: yeah but now I can buy it back for that price because that was the price I traded in for that makes zero sense is it kind of like a borrow? no
1: ah oh, bust a catch <laughs> this is a very interesting point Uh, the Halo Halo music is very atmospheric that's Doctor Who and goes well with the game is this one of the best game soundtracks I would say it would definitely be up there I would say no is that? Why do you say no?
2: I would say they like to say Final Fantasy, a better soundtrack, Resident Evil have a better soundtrack because they're more atmospheric and stuff, and uh, even they like to say some fighting games like Tekken or Street Fighter. It'd have good music too. Hero music, it'd be okay, but uh, I've I, never... I think it'd be good though. Animal Crossing, best music in the world ever
1: makes my ears bleed.
2: <laughs> I remember. Alan was listening to what Super What was that, like Smash? episode
1: three or four? <laughs> four, I think. Maybe two, three, four. One of those. One of the early ones, anyway. <laughs> yeah.
2: I knew would had music is so bad. Um, Alan was listening to Super Smash Brothers music, and then Animal Crossing music For came like, like, on a, sh- for
1: like an, a half an hour.
2: What well, the Animal Crossing music so, came on for?
1: <laughs> that I was listening to like, the Smash Brothers soundtrack for like a half an hour, going through about 300 songs, and I was on Skype to you. It's like my ears bleed. <laughs> they bleed. It's lovely music.
2: I actually got it for my niece because her her mummy, my sister, um, loves Animal Crossing. So I got them a, to play and create a little time. Yeah. You remember how Remen is? Really? He'd be dead. No not be dead
1: you haven't went back to like your village in like 4 years it's going to be like overgrown by, I like, went back whenever I go and, and like, be, like, like overgrown back and like, like
2: hello I have not seen you for like 36 months and I went
1: god damn where have you <laughs> I've been busy I've been doing the job and I'll be like I'll be busy man I have to pay off my mortgage i be like, like hello
2: I just come to tell you I'm going to go play Pokemon for like and an more 36 hours or 36 years <laughs> for 36 so years.
1: bye what so when you're like uh, when you're like over seventy, I'll be
2: like, I'll just No, I'll not be over thirty or uh, over thirty, over seventy. Oh, you'll be sixty-nine. 30, wow, <laughs> yeah. you're just,
1: like that's as close to seventy not. as anything. Right? <laughs> I
2: won't be seventy, no. smart arse still can't bloody out
1: you'll uh, be. Kind of me. You'll be seventy, and I'll just be turning sixty. I'll be like
2: ha, but like what? I'll we'll be dead.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a bit extreme See, if I die early I'm coming back to haunt you now <coughs> It'll be all the like bus driver's Chris, This was
2: your fault Well, I'm talking like that And going like Oh, crazy, haunts me With those voices <laughs> I'll just come back back like, Yo Here, I'll Upload Retroshock first Will you? Hello Welcome to Operation
1: Re- Operation Ghost shock.
2: shock Yeah Welcome, my guest At this time Derek Cora. <laughs> oh, Alan
1: says He's very angry with you <laughs> <laughs> he says do a handstand for your granddad <laughs> would this be one of the first games on xbox live that we bought the maps for
2: well uh, yeah I did buy the maps for the second one
1: Um, so I did um... this was again it was one of the games that kind of started the whole xbox live thing that started you going on and you buying stuff from marketplaces and that sort of thing yeah because back in this day, there probably wasn't much else to buy on it. And it would be like, you have to buy our map packs. And they are like, okay, I buy the map packs. Um, but it's a good way, because again, it's kick-started, up, kick-started, kick-started all the other different games companies doing it. But whether in, on the whole, that's a good thing, because whether the gaming companies decide to put less effort into their actual game and then realize, hmm, we can get an extra maybe 20 quid over a space of time, from these people by getting them to download the downloadable content you know it's really a really hard one to determine whether it's good or bad um, Hello, best first person shooter ever me mm, you no know, think so
2: no I it's a good shooter don't get me wrong but um, I actually really enjoy Call of Duty
1: 2 yes that's a very big, good one so it is but then of course you do have be old, but it's okay.
2: GoldenEye and Star Wars Battlefront!
1: Yes, you had Star Wars Battlefront as well. Best shoot ever! How could you forget that one? Um,
2: and what about uh, Oddworld uh, Strange Wrath? That'd be a first-person shooter too. Wait. Follow me.
1: Uh. You no,
2: know he didn't say that, Because he's like a cowboy thing. <laughs> and
1: just Trumped. That was a fake Trump, thank <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Not like Donald Trump, who has a fake hairdo. He'd be like, I be a billionaire, so I'm gonna go buy and rubbish hair. So, <laughs> you know, you can afford better, Donald. Do better for yourself. Um, I find him really weird in the three-story WrestleMania DVD because he actually looks so young in it. Yeah.
2: because
1: he be like, I've signed a deal, and then I like this was a really good show, so I'm gonna back next year.
2: They're like, and I sold tickets to, like Mike Tyson fights, and this was the easiest thing ever.
1: Like this is Major Money, so I was like, it's a, it's a no-brainer. Money, like, money, money, money. Money was. Flipping money Flipping What is it Theme was God awful (laughs) Then he bought money. Night Raw And it all went to hell And then he bought Like uh, Bobby Lashley You fight for me Yeah go Bobby He was the reason Why the guest host Concept started I blame you Donald Trump I blame you You're fired Um, so yeah that's Halo uh, a bit of randomness Halo but you know nonetheless all good (laughs) I like the way whenever we
2: bring out the big guns quite literally we just like go yeah Yeah, so basically the ending topic of Halo was Donald Donald Trump's hair (laughs) only here ladies and gents only here (laughs) to play away right to the break and we what yes I know what's next Uh, we talk about I can see my
1: reflection in the clipboard (laughs)
2: yeah. Uh as gives of war one and two as Alan is showing me in the clipboard. Oh quite worrying So join us after the break. Otherwise you get a chainsaw in half. Mofo. Up here on cloud I
0: did my best to make it just one!
3: What's up, folks? You are listening to Operation Retro Shock with Crazy Cool Chris Vent and Awfully Awesome Alan Price. If one of your favorite retro memories happens to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, then by all means, check out Radical Retro Turtle Toy Talk on PopCultureNetwork.com. Every week we get reacquainted with old friends from the original Playmates TMNT toy line. Fab Four fans, new and old, won't be sorry for checking it out. That's radical retro turtle toy talk, and you can only find it on PopCultureNetwork.com. Turtle power.
0: Hi, this is Larry County, the voice of Lionel from Thundercat. You're listening to Alan Price and Chris Vince on
3: Operation Retro Shock.
1: Thunder, 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 Thundercat. Oh.
0: I have a rendezvous with death At some disputed barricade It may be he shall take my hand And lead me into his dark land And close my eyes And quench my breath I have a rendezvous with death And I to my pledged word am true I shall not fail that right.
2: Welcome back from the break, as my kneecaps have imploded with with a clipboard, plus the fact your face was priceless. So! I'm priceless! Baby, you're
1: worthless. (laughs) We're going home now, Chris is going to talk about Final Part on the throne.
2: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're here to talk about Gears of War 1 and 2. So, Chris, it's hard to believe this original game was released (laughs) in November 2006! What were our original thoughts of the game? Well, Chris... (laughs) <laughs> how I would have to believe, say... I believe it would be too Hey, you be out of here. You gotta take it. <laughs> Dumpings. <laughs> I gotta bust a catch. Um, so, Alan, what was your original thought from the game?
1: Oh, my God. it be like super crazy game because uh, you got... Well, do you have a specific question about this? About the weapons and stuff? Um, yes, the next uh, one. Uh, uh, I want to talk about weaponings. <laughs> but to be totally honest just full stop end of the story Gears of War has made such an impact again an Xbox original uh, in the sense of brand new not done before not on any console Um, they were were going going to do another
0: console they
3: were
2: going to bring the sequels out on PlayStation, huh? um, until Microsoft made them an improved offer and said, look, if you stay with us, this is what you're going to get. And I went, okay, we stay. Be
1: like, we gave you a major monies and they'd be like, okay.
2: That's <laughs> 10,000 Ugandan dollars, sir.
1: That is a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that's exactly what it is. Bill All I, I is it. A, fa- a photocopy of your passport. Um, and yeah. your certificate. I don't remember how I came across the game. It may have been that, uh, again, I was working... Where I'm still working now. Um such happiness in his voice. Yeah, exactly. Um, <coughs> and uh I remember whenever that game came out and there was a lot of hype around it, and I went, Yeah, sure, I thought thought I'll buy that and play it. Ooh. And like one of the questions I think we have later on, there was a lot of moments in it that you just thought, Whoa, that is like epic. Epically brilliant. So of course with new games comes new weapons and characters. How much of a thrill was it to chainsaw one of the locusts in half?
1: Oh my lord, it's so amazing, I want that gun. Like in real life, I know there's like somewhere is like <coughs> doing replicas of them. Well he your man
2: Cliffy e. B or whatever he's called had um I think it was whenever he was coming to announce the second or third one, there was like a um there was like a bit of paper and he had like a replica, and you just heard a and you saw him like just you know basically just whack his way through the paper and then stand there with a the gun, thinking, "Yes, yeah, great, I mate. just sliced through paper. It's
1: just like you look such a tool, it's beyond, <laughs> <belief>. <laughs> but who would not want that sort of a gun that could be a chainsaw as well as a normal gun because it solves it is the perfect solution for if you run out of bullets. In real life, in Modern Warfare, not Call of Duty, um, would it not be a great idea to have a chainsaw on your gun? But to be totally honest, if you were the British Army and the lack of funding that you normally get, it would be a simple case of, right, uh, you're not getting any bullets, you just all have to use your chainsaw, and then in the sand, the chainsaw would seize up, so... I remember the difficulty that I
2: had trying to chainsaw somebody. You know, like, I was pressing B and nothing would happen, but I'd, like, hold it down, and Uh and then just splitting and and the blood would go on the screen. But there was nothing better than actually doing that to whenever you were playing online. Oh, yes. Because, like, religiously, every Sunday, like, eight of us... The amount
1: of stories I have heard out of inter-game, you know playing days is just yeah, crazy
2: because that's what happened it was like a bunch of us would like sit there on a Sunday and play like a good couple of games um, there was one who instead of would stay to fight would actually run away
0: run away and hide
2: and we used to call him Daley Thompson because as soon as he was on his own he'd be like <laughs> Garth Garth um, and then obviously you're in the dead room uh-huh. and then he would just run and he'd be like ah and you know like he'd be here and you'd be there and you're ready to try and get close to him and then you'd like run away
1: there's one story I remember something involving a train or something like that and like someone got tra- caught in the train tracks and then got ran over by the train or something yeah that, like that was pretty funny the way you used to
2: do that and you used to have to like run across and make sure you didn't hit, hit by the train um, the petrol station one, wherever you had like the hammer of dawn so, Not, no not hammer of dawn you throw a grenade and that would blow up and <laughs> you know all that kind of stuff so what was your favourite standout moment from the game very much like Resident Evil there's a lot of creepy moments in this for me my favourite favourite moment was whenever you first encountered the berserker thing oh that was yeah. the thing was blind and would pick up in your movement so you would yeah. have to try and get her them her to whack into the door and then get outside drop the hammer dawn, and that'd be
1: yeah you've great. nailed it you've nailed it in one you've yeah. nailed it in one like there was some freaky deaky stuff going on in this um but again that's what made it so unique yeah was that fact and the
2: train battle at the end was pretty humongous as well um, like near enough all the, ba- the boss battles um, were brilliant plus the fact that and as we'll go on to our next question that it was one that I remember sitting down and playing over Xbox Live on co-op mm-hmm. and it was just brilliant like you could play it on casual normal or insane and insane was just like You got, like, near enough flick the hair... ...and you were dead. That was you.
1: And not so fun.
2: Like, with most games, obviously, comes the storyline. How important was the storyline to this game? Or is it, like, the standout moments... ...that kind of make the game what it is?
1: Bit of both. Bit of both. Um, You can't have a good game... ...without, obviously, a good storyline. But also, just specific standout moments. I think... ...with Gears be it one, be it two, whatever, has always had that because again, be it a movie company or whatever, you know, it's happened with Halo, it's happened with Gears, the potential for a movie. And whether they whether they've seen it as oh these games have sold ten tons, you know, we'll make a movie and make a fortune out of it.
0: Yeah.
1: They'll have had to have heard of what has been in these games, what the story is, what the you know, what happens in it to even think about doing a movie so for the inspiration to happen it needs to be the game first of all needs to be good and the thing i find the guys from the you know gears of war from epic games do a fantastic story of you know creating their moments and creating the story so much so that the potential for the movie they the movie companies don't usually do it but they have asked the guys from epic games to write the script oh. you don't don't get that. It's basically because of, Yeah, we're taking your game franchise and we're going to get a random guy who knows nothing about it to write the story. I went okay. on a wee rant there. Gears of War
2: sold over three million copies in just ten weeks and was a fast-selling video game of 2006. Uh, it was also the second most played game over Xbox Live during 2007. Can we recall our best battle? I remember that the bunch of people that I used to play with... Um, there was a thing that we find out with grenades. That oh, boy, I I remember this one. If yeah. you can go close enough, you can actually tag them with the grenade. Oh, uh, yes. So then, once you run away, you just hear beep, 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 and then the person <laughs> just blows up. Um, I remember that there was me, and I think it was three others. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, all my teammates died, and I was the last guy surviving, so I got one of them, got them down... Got the other one, got them down, and eventually got the other one down. Um, But I like the way whenever you got them down, they would actually stand there, and you can either just chainsaw them or just stick the boot in, and then away you go. Because I remember,
1: like, kicking someone down a hill or something like that, if I remember rightly.
2: Yeah, there was, like, a big one that had, like, uh, steps, so, like, if you did that, they would just kind of just... Just roll roll around and down the hill. Yeah, but just... The battles were just like insanely good um and it was one of those games as well that the it was very much like for me Gears of War is not one that you play I've never played it online by myself I've always played it with at least two or more yeah. people I've always had somebody else there to play it with and it's just been brilliant like the obviously the other the Gears of War 2 um, brought out, like, a lot more maps and stuff for it. You know, I brought out, like, because um, I got the Gears of War the Game of the Year edition, which was pre-owned, but it was still on the cell phone yeah. for, like, a tenner. So I had, like, all Epic the... Epic dealings. Yeah. Um, so I had all, like, the maps and everything. So, upon its release, Gears of War received universal critical acclaim from critics, obviously, maintaining an average score of 9.4... Um, at IGN. Is this one of the best shooters to play online and also offline too?
1: Yes. um, A case of the sign of a good game is obviously being able to do both. Um, But again, like with us with Resi, it was a case of being able to play it with other people specifically just in any mode you wanted, you know, being a deathmatchy style thing Mm -hmm. or capture the flag style stuff or just actual story itself um it just adds to the gameplay and I think that is again what a lot of games miss out on nowadays is the fact of they focus so much on having their basic you know offline story and then just say there's your maps off you go
2: um for me it's one of the I haven't played it like in a good couple of years Mm -hmm. couple of months couple of years say um but it's one that I would probably go back to, to revisit um as I say, I probably don't think I would explore the online aspect as much. No. Um, maybe with the third one, um, you know, like a bunch of us in work could like get together. Something we should maybe do
1: is go back and just do co-op through both 1 and 2 before 3 comes out or yeah, something like that would be a good that's idea.
2: Good idea. Um, so 2008 saw so the much anticipated sequel to Gears... Um, was this a vast improvement on the original game, or did we not enjoy the storyline as much? Because for me, the storyline for this was a lot weaker mm. than the first one. Um,
1: well, as is kind of the picture's been building up in this entire episode, the sequels, you know, besides maybe the likes of Halo or whatever, <laughs> have went to wee it. Yeah. Um, I think it's still, it's still a very, very good game, but story's a wee bit weaker and all that sort of thing but the sheer anticipation for its release was huge because it has to probably rival a Call of Duty release so it would be for around then Um, but the interest that it obviously wasn't so bad in people's minds that it's put them off because the amount of interest currently for Gears 3 has been huge because like obviously, uh, obviously it's not coming out to September but we already have people now putting down paid deposits for yeah or buying the second one
2: yeah. in order to replay again exactly um, but yeah it's it's something that they kind of stuck to the original guns you know like mm-hmm. they didn't really bring a lot of new stuff I out. didn't get like, tweaked too much I, I did enjoy whenever you were on like the big like um, it was almost like the big walker thing mm-hmm. and then you had to use the turret gun and <laughs> fight in the sides and then shit like the big monster dude thing um, I enjoyed that um, so this year, obviously, as you've just said, you know, sees the return of
1: Gears of War yeah, yeah.
2: Xbox consoles. What do we want to see in the
1: game? More weapons, a wee bit of a better story, a nice conclusion to it, because obviously it's very much pointing towards a rounding up of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, based on footage seen at E three and the trailers and all. So it was going to be interesting because obviously you're going to have your first female member of the team properly yeah. to play and use as um, I love the way it's one thing I always love with uh, GameTrailers.com they go through and they analyse the trailers and see what could possibly be happening in the game mm. they did that with Gears 3 and dropped the hints of what could possibly be happening um, but as long as with it's like we were saying there with Hawks all they had to do was just improve what they had but they went worse yeah with Gears 1 going into Gears 2 they kind of went the opposite route in that they maybe kind of slightly panicked and said we don't want to change things too much because mm-hmm. it'll upset everybody
0: Yeah.
1: if they go into this one and just think right let's just go all out which I think they are based on bulk of seen, they go all out round up the series really well you know make things not crazily over the top but you know just not you know kind of like bulk it up a bit in the sense of give you plenty of variety boost the graphics again just give that concrete foundation to basically send everybody home happy
2: okay fair enough yeah i would probably agree with you there um obviously if it's something that a lot of people you know like you're talking like near enough three years um since the last one so They've got time to analyse. Uh, another thing is obviously it hasn't been rushed out. O- obviously, the thing that's coming out to beat this, so they could see, you know, like what fans liked about it, what ah. they didn't like, and then tweak that, you know, because obviously they have a good couple of months before they mm. bring it out. So, Gears of War pre-order sales were second only to Halo 2 in the studio's history. Um, will we see the same for the third instalment, pre-order wise? Because
1: Gears, Gears 3, in my opinion, is going to buy miles. I'd sell Halo Reach. Be out pre-ordered by Halo, to Halo Reach because Halo Reach, like had virtually no pre-orders for us. Um, will it touch anywhere near Gears? Sorry, will Gears of War touch anywhere near Call of Duty? I don't think so. It'd be interesting to see if we're getting pre-orders this early. Hopefully, um, but I don't think we're going to see you know 250 people turn out at midnight to come and buy it at the store. Maybe seven people like 3DS, um, but I can see it always happens. Is and the, what fills me with hope is right, we have people pre ordering it now, physically putting down deposits for it now. Whereas with the likes of the College regional, you always had like a wee steady stream, you know, for the months leading up, but then you get, and it's the same with everything the panic people who we've kept saying over the months to, your best to get your deposit down because then it's guaranteed... They come in the day before and they're like, can I pre-order Call of Duty? Can I pre-order this? Can I pre-order that? No, our stock's been allocated. It's done. You have to chance your arm to see if we have any extra stock or anything like that when it comes out. And then they get all angry. It's a case of, if you're wanting a game, go wherever you buy your games and pre-order it if you can because it, again... For example, to point out, Crisis Two, Crisis Two, we had about what was it, about maybe twenty pre-orders for. It. Oh we, like got, like, it? T- we got two spare copies for Joe Blogs to walk in off the street and buy it. Gears of War are going to be a lot more popular than Crisis Two in the pre-order front, but it's a case of don't chance your arm because it will not be a happy day for you.
2: It's coming to I think it's coming to the point now where a lot of game stock because of the. The market being in the current climate, you know, the recession and all that kind of jazz. I think it is very much if if you pre order it, you're guaranteed it. If you're not pre order it, then um Oh sorry, it's uh Chris Sunday asking, Since I have Netflix and they do have Classic Who on it, what story should I look for? What are the best?
1: Well, Christopher Sunday, let us
2: answer your question right now. Okay, hold on, let's see. I need to um, go and reply, so, hold on, go, so, right, we will go for...
1: Is there a specific era Chris Sunday would like to be The doing? Time Warrior. Yes, this is a good one, yes. If I would
2: spell correctly.
1: Mortar non dead. I don't know how to spell that. Um,
2: anything, anything
1: What a brilliant way to segue to something else. Thanks, Chris. Okay, Modern
2: (laughs) Undead. The Time War of Modern Undead. Um, Five Doctors. That's always the good introduction. I'm sure he's probably seen that. Hmm? Wish we had that Netflix thing over
1: here. I know Netflix would be so good. We have, like, I Love Film, but America has that, but it's crap because you have to wait for it to get sent out for you and all.
2: Five Doctor. Of doctors, um,
1: Tomb of the Cyberman. This is true, but uh, yes, Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Kind of not the Doctor. Uh, we're kind of getting a little bit distracted here. Um, he probably needs a
2: um, probably say robot because that was his.
1: Be anything to wind up on Gears of War, Chris? <laughs>
2: yeah, just no, give me two seconds. I just want to finish this. Um, so give me one more. I
1: can only apologise, ladies and gentlemen, for Christian's absolute rudeness at uh, just completely forgetting about you all.
2: Gears of has been a fan favourite for many years. <laughs> will it continue to live on and be as popular now as it was then?
1: Um, yeah, I'd say so. It's a case of will this be the last one? Will it not? Will they tease us? Will you know will they think could we squeeze one more out I know they want to round it up but it was the same with Halo they wanted to round up after 3 um, but that obviously did not happen Chris is hoping to check uh, Battlefield but, but uh, Gears of War let's just hope if this is the last that it gets rounded off well and gets a good wee send off and that loads the people buy it and be really happy with the purchase what do you think Chris?
2: Yes I would totally agree with you I think it's well um, robots are Death.
1: Ugh. It's not robots of death or anything like that.
2: Um, yeah, I think it's something that people should buy. Um sorry I've just sent him like about ten million um things of what he should watch. <laughs> um Yeah, I think it's something that oh, I'm still getting those stupid spammy emails Everybody
1: loves Chris Finn and wants him to enlarge his
2: Yeah. Enough. so in
1: other words you're saying go out and buy it or go out and pre-order it because yeah go the, out and pre-order it
2: um, obviously at the time of this going out will probably be whenever the beta will go live so mm-hmm. that's a prime example of you know you should listen to us and uh,
1: kind of what send in the, your thoughts on what the beta's like
2: yes exactly so that's kind of us for this episode With no
1: major announcements to make or anything like that no
2: we'll just announce obviously we've just covered what we're going to do next Time on RetroShock, which will be our Pokemon special. Pokemon.
0: In,
2: um, which we'll talk about um, Fire Red and Leaf Green, the TV show. Movie. Probably oh, the first movie, movie just movie. first movie. Maybe
1: maybe first and second. Very true. Hey, well, I I need to see those two then. Okay, I, the first have I have a collection.
2: And um, probably Pokemon Black and White, which I haven't started playing yet, so I need to start.
1: Why not? It'd be good but who and the hell he- it'd be what? good but who the hell are these Pokemon? I never heard of them in my life. And then probably what we will do right. is maybe it'd be like, I'd be like, hey yo, I don't know what we wanna talk about, but you know what's like uh Adrian, I don't know. Maybe we have like a Pokemon battle. We have a Pokemon battle, maybe we like the return to that Chris, you know.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh so ah! So that's obviously what's coming up on RetroShock. So what's coming up on WrestleShock then?
1: Well, there'll be many things coming up on WrestleShock. The kind of next three roughly shows are going to be, we're going to talk about Mister Perfect Kurt Hennig.
2: No, but uh, what's the, the next one is to
1: do with? Yes, indeed. Yes, the next episode is going to be the Rated R superstar Edge because obviously his recent retirement, uh, which would be a good episode because we're going to be using Silvervision's DVD Decade of Decadence, which you can buy on Silvervision dot uh, well, sorry, UK now for six ninety nine. I Actually, fine. I've, I actually forgot that I had the limited edition cover for I that. because have well. I had the limited edition. It's, all, yeah. it's like one of a thousand or something like that, isn't it? Two thousand. Two whatever. It's limited edition.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but we're going to have that, and then after that, we're going to have probably the Mr. Perfect and Teddy Biasi Million Dollar Man special. Uh-huh. And then after that, we're going to do another year in retrospective for a certain good friend of the show, Superfan Ben... <laughs> he has requested a year, and we're going to do it. The year is 2003. Apparently
2: Mr. America be his favorite wrestler ever.
1: I don't know who Mr. America is. He was under a mask. I don't know.
2: I think he was like a
1: Power Ranger. He's a Power Ranger? His <laughs> friends with Zack Allen. He goes, bop, 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 bop.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He goes, let me tell you something, dude. And all this here.
1: Hey, that <laughs> reminds me of someone. I know. I don't know who. But we'll find out in a future episode of WrestleShark. Uh, but we be Retroshock right now, so we gonna see you in the past, but see you in the future, and all that sort of shenanigans. Yeah, so don't forget to go to Pop Culture Network forums and sign up there. Shop, buy loads of things, because you can be like, find Donkey Kong, you can find like Lego, you can find Master Universe, you can be like, Master Universe Chronicles, Chris Lynn, right over here. Hello. I'd be like, email us, be like, Alan Price, that would be A-double-L-A-N, at price.popculture at Alan Price, um, it'd be Alan Price at com. I don't know what
2: mine's going to be because this stuff keeps coming up I'm going to say look just cancel my uh, Vinto man account and set me up a new one because I can't be having this
1: but also if you want to send spam voicemailing <laughs> send it to vinto316 on skype because he'd be like lovely wanting to hear about you <whistles> on his voicemail
2: something to do that Some, people keep on asking uh, sending something to do with I'm very generous sending up like a Um, Denu competition I have lots of addresses So that I can post people stuff to See there's somebody else Patrick Harris Thanks for the contest good sir I love me some Kimon Rider And some figure arts What are they? I have no idea what they are
1: (sighs) Okay moving on We will bid you adieu, And we will catch you Next time On Operation Retroshock Good ship Retroshock Get your Pokemon hats out for next time
0: you should
1: put the bottle music here Insert audio Goodbye Goodbye There's a fight Half a double Make it double Goodbye